one man, one mission. You know, the world haven't exactly been running as we know it. Sure, times can be better, but wishful thinking won't get it there. So stop what you're doing, and let's take this ride. It's time, it's time, it's time, to rediscover. Hey, welcome to the Rediscover Podcast. I am your host, Charlie Papers, the one and only, uh, forgive me, my lips are chapped. Uh, Happy New Year's, everybody. New Year. Not New Year's, because we're not guaranteed to see the third, right? Uh, Happy New Year's, everybody. I hope you all had a wonderful one. I figured better now than never to pop my head out. I figured you guys wouldn't be uh, hungover by now. You get you have your shit together. Most of you back at work, if not school. Are you just back to doing the same old shit? <laughs> oh, what are your New Year's resolutions? Oh, that's nice. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Well, you know, best of luck to you. I think it's all bullshit. Yes, I'm back, man. I'm, I am here to uh, to Grinch who stole the New Year's, man. You know me, man. I like to shit on everything. And New Year's resolutions, one of them. I always thought, like, you ever think about where the hell that, like, the origins... What? How New Year's resolution ever come about? Why? Like, what was the origin? And yeah, because I'm very curious, I decided to look it up. <laughs> uh, but nah. Before we get into it, I hope you all are having a good one. Oh yes, I know. I went to go get some milk and cigarettes back in August, and here I am. I know you're a little bit more successful, so here I am. I knocked on the door. I'm back. Oh, Uncle Charlie's back. Can I crash on the couch? Give me two weeks and I'll be gone. I'll be out your hair. <laughs> if you know by now, I struggle with consistency. Rediscover. It's all about rediscovering who you are, right? In this case, personally, I, I rediscovered a lot. And it's kind of scary. We're going to get into it. Um, got some crazy topics for you guys. Um, yeah, we're going to get into it. But I do hope you all brought this new year in with a smile. I hope you all brought it in, you know, determined to take over 2024 because it's here. It is here. And yeah, man, I mean, what can I say? It is pretty cool. We made it. It's we're here. If you're listening to this, you made it. Bless you all. You, your family, your loved ones, your friends, even your enemies. Because your haters, I mean, they're your biggest fans, right? But anywho, let's get to this New Year's resolution. By the way, the source is history.com. Is that even the... Hold on, wait, 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 wait. I thought it was History Channel. You know, this is just History.com. All right, look, we're going to get into it. But if you want to further know more about this information, right? Definitely, you can always look up. You know, I was not going to go into depth, depth, deep, deep, deep. You know, like some documentary about the origins of this. But History.com, the... um. 
title of the article, The History of New Year's Resolution. All right, so the ancient Babylon... See, I can't read. I'm, I'm back. We're back, baby. I, I tell you, we are back. The ancient Babylonians are said to have been the first people to have made New Year's resolutions some 4,000 years ago. There was also the first to hold record celebrations in honor of the new year. Though for them, the year began not in January, but mid-March, when the crops was planted. Ah, I'm struggling here, folks. <laughs> During a massive 12 days, I don't know why I'm struggling. I know how to read. During the massive 12 days religious festival known as Akitu, the Babylonians crowned a new king or reaffirmed their loyalty to the reigning king, which is kind of dope. Can you imagine that today? Except the elections, New Year's held on New Year's, was celebrating. It was like, man this guy let's go with this guy and you just have a new president that would be wild that would be wild no elections just the people just the people 12 days 12 days of them pumping the greatest lies and advertisement just to get you to jump on their you know bandwagon uh anywho <laughs> they also made promises to the gods to pay their debts and return any objects they had borrowed can you imagine that <laughs> These promises could be considered the forerunners of our New Year's resolutions. If the Babylonian kept to their word, their gods would bestow favor on them for the coming year. If not, they will fall out of favor. They'll fall fall out of the gods' favor, a place no one wanted to be. Dun dun dun. Yeah, it sounds like the whole community would just shun you. Get the f out of here. Get it together, Grouch. Get a job, Grouch. A similar practice occurred in ancient Rome after the, the reinfirm reformed I can't read for shit. The reform minded Emperor Julius Caesar tinkered with the calendar and established January first at the beginning of the new year. Circa forty six BC, named for Janus the two-faced god whose spirit inhabited doorways and arches. January had special significance for the Romans. Believing that Janus symbolically looked backwards into the previous year and head into the future, the Romans offered sacrifices to the deity and made promises of good conduct for the coming year. I mean, this uh, article, it's not that long. We can actually finish it. There's only one more, two more paragraphs. All right, let's finish it. For early Christians, the first day of the new year became the traditional occasion for thinking about one's past mistakes and resolving to do to be better in the future. In 1740, the English clergyman John Wesley, founder of Methods, Methodism, created the Covenant Renewal Science, uh, Service, sorry, most commonly held, held on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day, also known as Watch Night service, Services. 
They included reading from scriptures and hymns, singing, and served as a spiritual alternate to the rec oh, the rakosh. Oh, I can't even. Oh shit! Oh, here we go, folks. The rakus to the rakus. R A U C O U S. Oh, don't judge me. Celebration normally held to celebrate the coming year of the new, the coming of the new year. Oh, I'm breaking apart over here, and you guys just like, uh, sound it out, buddy. Come on, you can do it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now popular within. Oh my God, I can't even. I don't even want to try it. Ah, <sighs> even. <clears throat> Cause I don't want to fuck up the word. I'm already fucking up by the long pauses and whatnot. So I mean, it it's over. It's already over. So you know what we're about to do? Yeah, we're looking this shit up, folks. And in my head, it's probably right, but I don't want to. Nah. Evangelical. 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 Okay, it's evangelical. Evangelical. So I, I was, fucking, I, I butchered it all in my head. So evangelical. Now, now we know. For we're learning together, evangelical. Ugh. I should just cut this shit out. Right? I'm over here falling apart. Nobody's here to give me a life jacket or a lifeline or sub in for like two minutes. Nothing. I should do some AI shit and just nah. Right. Anywho, anywho, evangelical. I forgot where I was. Now, popular within evangelical Protestant churches, especially African-American demon... Wait, what? Oh, denominations. I'm bugging. Denominations. I'm reading demon and shit. I think I'm dyslexic. Ugh. Denominations and congregations. Watch night services held on New Year's Eve are often spent praying and making resolutions for the coming year. Now, that whole paragraph, I just butchered it. So, if you want to go back to it, history.com, the history of New Year's resolution. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Right. Despite the tradition's religious roots, New Year's resolutions today are mostly secular practice. Instead of making promises to the gods, most people make resolutions only to themselves and focus purely on self-improvement, which may explain why such resolution seems so hard to follow through on. Because everyone's so goddamn selfish. No one want to put in the goddamn work. Me included. Yeah, I'm not perfect. Uh, and what else? Everyone's full of shit. Everyone want to sound good, especially in this tech age, man. We live in a technology age where everyone have a, a voice. Everyone have a platform. You just sign up. You can make a profile and you can just spew whatever you want as long as within the guidelines of the uh, platform. Right. So everyone have a voice these days. Everyone wants to be heard. Everyone wants to have that attention. Everyone wants to make it. Not everyone. But come on now, nine times out of ten, if someone came around like, hey, we're giving a million dollars to the best profile, you're going to show your ass if you want that money. There's some people, I, I, me, I don't really, the money is, I mean, yes, money is everything. I need it just like the next person. But I wouldn't like for the people, for example, this is going to go way off topic, right? Way off topic. So 
can you imagine all, all the people that do in interviews and the interviewer for whatever reason i get it they want content this goes back to uh talking about wanting to be heard wanting to be known but they will just ask some random not even not even they'll ask a normal question but it's it's so you know what i mean it's sketchy oh what is your one thing you never told your ex-boyfriend like they like stirring up the pot to some shit right or one thing you never told your boyfriend and it's always some or one thing you never told your parents and it's always some borderline wild shit if not it's over the line wild shit indeed and oh i never told my parents that i took their money and then i bought a, a thousand dildos uh, and you know some wild yeah i know forgive me we just got into the new year and I'm over here talking about some wild shit. I get it. Ungawa. <laughs> but anywho, it's like people like that that just start over explaining some crazy shit. Always somebody that want to be heard, want to be known, want to go viral, especially nowadays. If you're not viral, if you don't have a million followers, you're nobody. Which I've said it numerous times on this podcast. Go back and watch Black Mirror. That episode where social media took over. And if you don't have a lot of followers, you know, people don't mess with you. I'm in that space right now. I don't have a lot of followers. I don't really care to have a, a lot of followers personally. But for what I'm doing on the side, branding wise, I need to have followers. So I, as much as I hate to be on social media and doing this and that, I have to do it, you know. It's something I, I like to, it's something I, I want to, I have, <sighs> all right, that's all you need to know. I sound like that goddamn kid, that meme. You ever had a dream where you have you, when you were, when you had a dream and you, when you have you, and when you, when you have, you know, that's, that's how I feel right now. <laughs> I need to relax. It's been a minute. Hey, give me some time. I need to pace. I'm not going to even finish the rest of this article. But you that's really, I was curious. Now, will I do some extra diving to the origins of Red? No, I'm not going to do it. But it was just a, hey. And that's the beauty of uh, having technology as well. I didn't have to go to the library and spend hours, which would still be cool. Because you will come across and touch so many books that may capture your interests. So, yes, it would be pretty cool. But now I can go directly to the source. If I wanted to buy a certain book, I can just look online. I don't even have to go to no... I don't I don't have to leave the house. I don't have to go to my front porch to pick up the book. I can buy the book online, download the shit right on my phone, and read the shit. Or have a voice read it for me. That's how far we came with technology. Uh, technology Blah. you know it's it's you know me man I, I i dive into conspiracies here and there but technology is, is beautiful but at the same time it's fucking it's kind of scary man it's, it's crazy it's crazy the amount of things ai can do now is it's beyond it's crazy you know i'm not gonna lie i'm scared not scared of the future. It's just like, hmm. If you don't start going out to meet people in person now, it's over. 
with this AI shit, you know how many fake profiles would be out there and you think you're talking to the love of your life, quote unquote. And it's just some douchebag behind the screen that got all the latest AI technology. Send pictures and all that. Create convo with you as if it, it was a sentiment being. That's some scary shit. If you don't go out there and meet the person, you know, you a lot of people's about to be catfishes where I'm going. <laughs> I hate to say it like that. I might join the fucking army. I might catfish some of you guys just for the hell of it. Just to do independent research on people. I don't even give a shit. I'll just do it. Do I got a lot of time on my hand? Maybe. You know, maybe I should occupy that or, you know, give that space to something more meaningful. But, but, for shits and giggles. Nah, that's pretty, that's pretty low, right? We can't, we can't, we can't promote that shit. <laughs> that's not good, folks. Don't catch fish, people. It's not cool. People invest their, their feelings. And you're over here fucking trying to cough up whatever. Yeah, and some people don't even take cash. They just want the company. Like, why not just be yourself? But why gotta be a guy? Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. Catfish is some shit. It's not always dudes catfishing other guys. It's, it's a weird world. We live in the weird age. We have a TV show. That my strange addiction, bro. Like, that's all you need to know about today's day and age. My 600-pound life. People are getting paid because they're 600-plus pounds. Like, we live in a weird, beautiful, f***ed up, cool type of time, man. It's weird. I, I can't even, like... <sighs> I can't even think about what the future future is going to hold. I'm not talking about flying cars. I'm not talking about none of that shit. Just as far as this AI shit goes. Because everyone, people's already numb. They dumbed down to the point where, you know, I, I hate to get into all this conspiracy. I'm nobody, so I, it's not like that's going to be reached, right? And if something happened to me, you know why? <laughs> no, seriously, folks. I'd I, I be thinking about some shit here, man. Are we going to replace people? Matter of fact, I'm going to say it, man. People are so dumbed down. We already got, uh, you know, and I'm trapped in this shit, too, as far as video games and RP role-playing worlds where you're role-playing actual roles. Like, people are garbage men in s some of these games. And, you know, people got VR headsets, you know. We already stopped going to stores. Black Friday was not Black Friday. You, we didn't get a lot of videos of people bum-rushing and, and body-flaming each other for a goddamn stereo. That stereo. How old am I? For, I don't know, Beats by Dre. There we go. Some headphones. There we go to make it more, you know, to be hipped. But, yeah, man. We, we What we get instead? We got videos of just one guy. I seen one guy walk into the store. They're like, welcome. And this guy's like, hey. <laughs> so random right it just came out of nowhere I, I don't even know who he was nobody do i mean he was shopping but we already got to the point point is right we already got to the point where we don't leave the house we shop online you know people just don't really interact like that like common courtesy is damn near not so common you know if somebody you can't even admire people 
like I, I don't know man every little altercation you can have a disagreement somebody's pulling out their, their goddamn phone it's it's like we we are it's, as far as people it's like people is programmed is programmed and if all I'm saying if we ever had the thought if so many people like yo we gotta stop this shit overtake the government we the people it would never happen man I think all these people that it's like the matrix right where see I'm going so deep pause for all the queens out there um it's like the matrix bro I think a lot of people have had to stay sleep and comfortable than to face truth and just speaking of, you know what I mean by truth. All these Hollywood elites and, you know, agendas going on. We're not dumb. We're waking up to a lot of things. We've been exposed to it via internet, right? So it's like, people know what's going on. My question is, what do we do, right? I know it's not something to broadcast. They can just, uh, you said some things on your podcasts. <laughs> But if it's really we the people, what do we do? Because, I, I mean, we always hear about it. Well, we see these videos, Epstein Island. We always get all this different. We are we, we know what. Where do we go? Where do we go from here? Do we meet up at Area 51 and storm the shit like we, we were saying we was going to? What do we do, folks? <laughs> Nah, but uh, back to the whole AI, it's like, I don't know, man. It's just, what well, what say you? Well, how do you feel about AI? How do you feel about the direction it's going? How do you feel about music artists not even putting in work in the craft no more? They just give their AI their voice and have... AI craft up, create ideas. How do you feel about that? You know, like everything is just so watered down and lazy and the passion's gone in a lot of things, man. And for me personally, it feels like humanity is just at some weird, I don't know what to call it, man. It's almost like we're living in some alternate reality, all the goofy shit that goes on. It's it's not surprising, but it's like maybe because I'm older and it's like, yo, what the fuck is happening? Maybe that's what it is. But there is a serious shift of tone, if you haven't noticed <coughs> from previous podcast to now. I think I woke up. And sometimes I wish I didn't, man. I like to be all happy-go-lucky and, you know, comfortable. And now it's like it's too far gone for all that shit. So listen here, goddammit. Now, let me stop. Um, I don't want to scare you. Hey, my people in Germany, how you guys doing? How it been? I don't know if you guys celebrate Happy New Year's. Happy New Year to you guys. I'm, you know, I'm so ignorant. Rediscover podcast at gmail.com. Hit me up, man. Send an email, you know. I, I would love to. I mean, I can, like I said before, we live in an age where I can just search for all this. But if there's any people in Germany that's like, yo, I can tell you some things. Hit me, man. Hit me. 
And if the government is after me, you said some shit I should have never listened to. <laughs> uh, yeah, I hope everyone's doing good, though. <clears throat> really. I've been uh, maintaining, really. Trying to uh, better myself, rediscover, so to speak. Um, and I've been real quiet. I don't know what's up with me, but aside from work or social media... I've really lost the urge. Like, I feel so... Maybe I'm burnt out. Uh, just lost the urge to talk. I'm talking now because I'm by myself. Just a microphone. I, you know, I'm not worried about someone interrupting me. Or maybe that's what it is. People just don't realize they interrupt while you talk. And it's like, alright, me, I'm just tapped out. I don't even want to talk to people no more. And everyone, um, you know, haven't cut me off. But it's just like I just lost the urge to talk. And I looked that up, too. And this is not even a, uh, how can I put it? It's called a, a ConsciousRethink.com. It may be just be, it may just be one of those, I'm stuttering, repeating myself. One, one of those websites, you know, where people just put out their thoughts and how they feel about certain things, but somebody posted this article. Oh, you know what? Damn. See, I didn't even quote the uh, author of the history uh, article. Uh, damn. Uh, Jack Nolan. Why don't I talk to anyone anymore? Seven possible reasons. I'm just going to go through the list of reasons. And uh, for me, if it resonates um, I may read the uh, description it, it has. Hey, I mean, shit, all of this going through it. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to just read the whole thing. No, uh, a conscious rethink.com. Why don't I want to talk to anyone anymore? Seven possible reasons by Jack Nolan. If you want to, uh, more than welcome to search for the article yourself. But uh, I'm just going to read the opening. Do you feel like, and I'm, I'm reopening and jot down the seven possible reasons. Uh, do you feel like you're having a hard time with socialization? Not excited or remotely interested in trying to connect with people? Just want to curl up in a ball and bed and let the world pass you by? That's okay. <laughs> okay. Nah, no, for real, folks. It, it is okay to have your moments, to have your bad days. I mean, hell, you're not an AI, right? You're, you're a real sentiment. You're human. You're human. You're 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 real. You're a real boy, right? It's okay to have your moments. Uh, that's okay. There's likely a good reason why you're feeling that way. And once you understand that reason, you can find a way to get around it if you feel like it's interfering with your ability to conduct your life. Just remember that there's nothing wrong with taking a break once in a while. Just because you don't want to talk to anyone right now doesn't mean you'll never want to talk to anyone ever again. So let's get to the reasons, shall we? Alright, so I'm just going to jot down the reasons. One, you're depressed. Me personally, I really do not feel depressed. I feel good. I just don't feel like talking. I get up. I go to where I do what I have to do. So I'm... I mean, shit. 
I'm doing this. <laughs> Number two, you're burnt out. Number three, you're dealing with trauma. That's a good one. Uh, number four, you're an introvert. That is me. Definitely me. I became so socially awkward. It's it's weird. Uh, you don't feel worthy. That is true, too. Sometimes I don't feel worthy. In the sense of, you're not the most intelligent in the room. You should stay quiet. I'm trying to sound so wise on some Yoda shit. Um, trying to sound wise. But, but the point I'm trying to make, some circles, even though I may get along with people, even though we may converse on a daily basis or regular basis, I may not feel as if I'm worthy to speak of my accomplishments. Because in all actuality, the, accompli uh, the goals, so to speak, that I have set for myself, I have not reached them. Therefore, I do not feel, you know, like... I feel inadequate. <laughs> I feel, I don't feel like, you know, I should open my mouth. I should, if, if I feel, if I'm not contributing to the conversations of goals that have been accomplished, I will keep quiet. So it, in that sense, I don't feel worthy. As far as life and all that, I mean, shit, man, my parents got it on just like yours did. And I'm still here, so, you know, God didn't strike me down yet, so I, you know, I think I'm, I'm good. But in the sense of comparing myself to other people, that's what I have to stop doing. And that's not a good thing, folks. Comparing yourself to other people for what? Why? Who cares? You do your own thing. You got to stay in your own lane, man. Stay in your own lane. Worry about your own self. Because... I mean, yes, looking at other people can be motivating, inspiring. But if you start comparing yourself, like, how come they have this and not? That's when you lose, man. That's where you lose the race. You got to go, you know, park on the sideline for a pit stop, get your shit together. And then you get back on the, the tracks. Yeah, don't compare yourself to, to other people. Not going to do you any justice. Probably lead to a life of misery. Can, you're in secret competition with somebody that not even thinking about you. <laughs> number five. Oh, wait, wait, we did number five. Number six. You're avoiding rejection or discomfort. Honestly, that could be it too for me. Now that I think about it, I hate rejection. I don't like to be uncomfortable. This uncomfort I have now is actually shaping me and pushing me into, you know, this podcast may be called The Discovery Soon. So I don't like failure, but failure is actually a part of success. If you fail, say you practice for this test and you just keep failing it. You fail two, three times. That pushes you to study a bit more. And not only that, you're starting to store more information within oh shit I remember this I was struggling before but this has come with ease now you know you don't they say practice make perfect but they also say no such thing is perfect but if you keep practicing or something you can start to I mean in your own way perfect your craft or perfect your limits to whatever you know ability it may be 
You can, I get that's what I guess you can perfect your limits. You can push yourself to do so. You can always do more if you truly believe it. You can. Um, I just sound crazy. Number seven, you feel alienated from everyone. That too, I feel so like this is the socially awkward. And I'm being vulnerable here, folks. You know, use it against me if you will, if you must. That's your Adamine shit. But the whole point of rediscover is just sitting here and it's like, whoa. So obviously, I may have some more things to work on. And this is like not a licensed therapist or anyone that wrote the article that I know of. I can do some research on the dude, right? But, um,. Yeah, this, uh, what's this, uh, disclosure, this page may contain affiliate links to select partners. We receive a commission, should you choose to make a purchase after clicking on them. Holy shit, and that's one of the lanes I started driving in, affiliate marketing, in which I can talk about that another time. But, um, that is seven possible reasons to why you don't want to talk to anyone anymore, in which... I know it's just temporary, or maybe it's not. I hope it's not for the long term. I talk a lot, but I do feel like I am a burden to folks. A few folks have told me, damn, you talk a lot. And that, you know, I'm not going to lie. That discouraged me from talking to people as much. And I know what you're saying. Maybe you're not saying shit. But what I'm, I like to imagine you're saying, oh, Uncle Charlie, you know, you got to find your tribe. There's people that would love to listen to you. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to believe that, man. The older you get, the less friends you have because you you have your own boundaries once you get older. There's certain shit I really don't want to associate myself with as well as the next man. If it's some, someone that talks a lot, it's not part of your agenda or something you're looking for within a friendship or circle, I get it. You know, you're not the main character. And everyone's story. And you got to get used to it. You're your own character and your own story. So you, you got to find your own people. You got to find your own storyline. Your own lane. You know you're not the main characters. That's something I had to work on too. Because I felt. Doing things for people. Will put me in a space where. You know. I got immunity from the bullshit. And if I ne ever needed help. They will help me, but that's not the case. Expectation leads to disappointment, and rightfully so. Okay, if you're expecting people to do for you, you got to remember people got their own demons. They're fighting their own shit. They got to battle their own battles. They got to fight. So it's, you know, it's almost unfair to put anyone on the pedestal when you're in need. Because who knows when you're in need? It may be, you know, so sudden where it's like, oh, man, I, I need I need some money. And somebody that you did favors for years ago, you just hit them up out the blue. They may have some car trouble they got to get through. So it's not fair. You know, it's not fair to put people in that bubble and, oh, shit, I did this for you. You owe me. You shouldn't expect anything. Everyone got their own story. They're trying to live and play out. So for you to automatically insert yourself in their story and assume they have the same heart as you, it's, you know, almost always not going to go your way. Not how you, you anticipate it. I mean, let's be honest here. 
If somebody called you right now and you're in the middle of fixing some financial or legal trouble and they like, man, I need 10000 would you do it? Maybe you will. That's the type of heart I would, if I, if I had it, I would help. I mean, more so now, not so much. I'm very selective of those I choose to help. But, um... Yeah, man, I mean, would you do it if they just automatically inserted themselves in your story and like, dude, I did this for you. I need help. I mean, shit, I don't rub it in people's faces. I just expect it. But if you're the type of rubbing in, oh, I did this for you, you, you wasn't genuine from the start. See, rubbing it in people's faces and expecting two different things. I mean, it's the same shit because you're expecting the person to help you out, but not holding it over their head like one hand watched the other I figured right since I did this for you that you would just out of love do it for me but that's not always the case so yeah I guess that contribute to me not talking I don't know I'm all over the place with this folks but I am trying to work on uh, this not talking stage I just feel better alone I mean I've always been a loner but some things have uh, occurred before the new year that definitely bring joy to my soul but you know it's come with uh, conditions limits so I can't fully enjoy what I wish therefore I still have to tune that energy that focus that attention I have to bring it to myself and focus and give the attention to myself, take care of myself, build, rebuild, become better version of myself. And just like that, folks, I'm just, I don't even know what is this podcast? What the hell type of reintroduction is this? Who the hell is this? I don't even know. I'm just, you know just i'm just kicking the shit man i'm just kicking some shit and speaking of kicking some shit if you live in california and if you like to talk a lot of shit i will have to say you are living what you speak <laughs> maybe if you if you're from cali and you hear this maybe you know what i'm referring to but if you talk shit and you drink that tap water out there you know you live in what you speak. Let me ask you. Let me ask you. Yes, we have recycled water. You know, shower water, all that. We have recycled toilet water. We have recyclable water. How would you feel if waste water, sewage water, was recycled into drinking water? Oh, it sounds disgusting. Sewage water. So all that shit that falls into the gutter. You know, all the people that, that urinate and, and remove their bowels and it falls down the drain. All that nasty bacteria, all that shit that's in the sewage. Would you be comfortable if it was turned into a drinking water? Oh, just the thought of it is like, it's really, it's, it's, it's disgusting. It is nasty as hell. I wouldn't even, ugh. But I have a couple of articles, man, and feel free. 
California. Jeez, what happened? One article from the New York Times. California allowed wastewater to be recycled into drinking water. Ugh. Ugh. Excuse me, I have a strong stomach, but that just really just... Ugh. And this is by Sean Hubler. I'm not going to read the whole article. It's not that long. But we already so deep in the up highs for all the queenies out there. Um, the podcast, we already, you know, people's attention spans. Not going to, you probably, I probably lost you in the first 15 minutes. <laughs> so uh, we'll get into it. There's two articles, like I said, one for the New York Times by Sean Hubler. California allows wastewater to be recycled into drinking water. The second article is by The Guardian. Would you drink toilet water? <laughs> California approve wastewater for human consumption. And that is by... I do not see an author. Wait, wait. The editor is by Betsy Reed. Would you drink toilet water? California approve wastewater for consumption. I'm just going to read a little bit of... Uh, the article from the New York Times as well a little bit from The Guardian and see what they're both saying and we will come with our own shit. No pun intended. California's official <laughs> That is disgusting. I mean just the, the title alone I know what my thoughts are. Hell no. California officials on Tuesday voted to oh my god. Voted to a the fact it was even a vote and people said yay is crazy. California officials on Tuesday voted to allow wastewater from showers and toilets to be purified into drinking water as the state braces for years of drought induced induced shortage. Okay, so I mean it's a reason behind it, but the thought of it is fucked. Cause if you like me, you got a bad stomach. And you just out here violating every toilet you can find. That's you telling me that's gonna be recycled into drinking water? And that I'm just one person. You're talking about a whole state of nasty motherfuckers. Not just me. I don't even live in Cali, but I'm just putting myself in that shoes. It's if you're bracing yourself for a drought, alright, I get it. But Jesus, this is oh my god. You know, maybe okay, okay, Charlie, Uncle Charlie, you have to give you have to give some a, a chance. You don't know the health benefits that you know. You don't know anything about it. You have to give it a shot. Okay, I, I hear you. I get it. Okay, I got you. You're right, Ungawa. Okay, the rules. Oh, the rules adopted by the State Water Resource Control Board made California the second state behind Colorado. Ugh. To allow agencies to harness a water source that residents have largely been flushing away for generations. Already officials in San Diego, Los Angeles, and Santa Clara are preparing to build water purification systems that could supply drinking waters to hundreds of thousands of households. Oh. And you know what? I like to say. Even though I'm not in Cali, I have contributed to the unnecessary flushing. I blow my nose, throw it in the toilet, and flush. 
There's some poor kids in Africa that can use that whole bowl of toilet water. Not saying that, you know, the toilet water itself, but that amount of water they can use. Just take that tissue out. And that's a lot of water that can help and benefit a lot of people. So, okay, already I guess I'm... Nah, this shit is not right. This is gross. Uh, look at me. I was about to turn a new leaf. Nope. I am a rebel. Uh, I'm glad I'm not in Cali. That's all I'm going to say. I'm sorry, Californians. I'm sorry. Forgive me for shitting on your water. Actually, I didn't shit on your water. Um. Anywho, many areas, <laughs> many areas in the parched. I am a little parched. Parched West already used treated wastewater for outdoors irrigations or to replenish underground aquifers where water is further cleansed as it per, uh, percolates, percolate, time for the percolator, duh, at, uh, where water is further cleansed as it percolates through the soil. But the idea of sending treated wastewater directly to homes has long struggled to overcome an ick factor in California. Now, I wonder what that is. Opponents first announced the process as toilet to tap in the 1990s when proposals surfaced in the L.A. suburbs. But in the decades since, advances in water purification te technology have emerged. While public opposition have softened this climate change, have strained and uh, disrupt the water supply in California, the nation's most populous state. I mean, a little bit more of the article, but already I I get it. I can't even I can't even shit on it. <laughs> no pun intended, man. Would you drink toilet water? California-approved wastewater for human consu consumption. This is uh, by TheGuardian.com. Um, when the toilet is flushed in California, the water can end up in lots of places. An ice skating rink in Ontario, ski slopes around Lake Tahoe, farmland, farmland in the Central Valley, and coming soon, kitchen faucets. <laughs> Oh, this sounds like a nice ad advertisement. Um, California regulators on two states approved rules to let agencies recycle wastewater and put it into the pipes that's carrying... Oh, shit. Yeah, it wouldn't be a podcast if I didn't bump into some shit. Forgive me. Pardon me. Sorry. Mgawa. All right, we're back. Into... Into the pipes that's carrying drinking water to home, schools, and businesses. Ugh. Your kids is going to be washing their hands and probably taking a sip from the shit from the water fountain. Or where I come up, we call it water bubbler. But that's... Right. Anywho, it's a big step for a state that has struggled decades to secure reliable sources of drinking water for it's more than 39 million residents damn that's a lot of people and it signals a shift in public opinion on a subject that is that as recently as two decades ago prompt backlash 
that scuttled similar projects. So basically, back then, they wasn't with this shit, and now they're with the shits. No pun intended. I, I mean, in a nutshell. <laughs> Shall we continue? <laughs> uh, since then, California have been through multiple extreme droughts, including the most recent one which scientists says was the driest three years period on record and left the state's reservoirs at dangerously low levels. All right, so, you know, I got to pass judgment. They got to, you know, cut the shit here and really look into why it's happening, not just happening. For my thought was like, oh, they just doing it to do it. They want more water. But now it's a reason why. And it's crazy because... Aren't they on the edge? Uh, we're not going to get into it. But the fact that there have been droughts is kind of baffling. Not even baffling. I don't know how the whole water system works over there. I'm not an expert. So, I mean, for me, it's new and it sounds, it sounds wild. The fact that a three-year drought in California. Yeah. I mean, look how, yeah, that's a big-ass state. Alright, water is so precious in California, it is important that we use it more than once, said Jennifer West, the managing director of Water Reuse California, a group advocating for recycled water. California had been using recycled wastewater for deca decades. The Ontario Rain minor leagues hockey team had used it used it to make ice rinks in Southern California. Um, Soda Springs Ski Resort near Lake Tahoe had used it to make snow. Oh my, alright, alright, I'll leave the jokes out. And farmers in Central Valley, so it's the same, it's essentially the same thing. And farmers in Central Valley, where much of the nation's vegetables, fruits, and nuts are grown, Used it to crop. Used this water to uh, for their crops. All right, I'm gonna read uh, just last little bit. And all right. it haven't been used directly for dr uh, drinking water. Orange County in Southern California operate a large water purification system that recycles wastewater and use it to refill underground aquifers. The water mingles with the groundwater for months before being pumped up and used for drinking water again. California new rules would let water agency take wastewater, treat it, and put it into the drinking water system, although not required them to. Oh, no. California would be the second state to allow this following Colorado. All right, so essentially the two I, uh, articles saying the same thing. And now that I dove into it a little bit, I get it. At first, I would, like I said, I would say, hell no. But if there's droughts, I mean, you're talking about 39 million people. And a lot of those people, if we're talking specific specifically LA skid row homeless they can really use water if it's not bottled if it ever came down to it they need drinking water that would be a way to help out combat you know death in the streets of the homeless 
I mean, that's my, my thought process anyways. Um, what say you? What say you now that you know a little bit more about it? Would you drink that water if it came down to it? I mean, shit, you got no choice unless you're bottled water for life. And there's no telling where the bottled water come from. What if all the recycling you've done in your life, they just took the labels off the water bottle, redid the bottle, put that drink in that tap, that toilet water in there for you, and named it Poland. And I'm not going to say it. I don't want to get, you know. And they named it a brand name water bottle. You wouldn't even know. And I love I love certain brands. <laughs> but let's be real here. It sounds gross. But it sounds super beneficial. It sounds like something that can help out to combat droughts. It sounds like something that can... 39 million people, folks. That's a lot of people. That's just one state. But I don't know, man. I mean, it's, the initial sound of it just sounds gross. But they have a whole program behind it they have a whole system of how they do it it's not like they just take it from the sewer purify it from you know a week of purifications and they're like oh here your new drinking water no that's not how it works i mean man it been made for snow you know how many people wiped out face first into that shit no pun intended <laughs> the ice skating rink when somebody's Skating real fast and, and go for a stop and all that, that slush fly up on you. You know, like, yeah, think about it, man. There's people that's already actively, you know, engaging with this water and have no idea it came from some California goddamn sewage. Not saying the water came from sewage, but your toilet, all that, you know, come on. <laughs> that's some shit. <laughs> forgive me folks uh we are pushing on an hour and as much as i like to sit here and do this with you i'm gonna let you go we got some more topics but that's for another time i'll have them saved here because this uh other topic is pretty cool i mean i never thought of it but again i can rant on forever for this so i'm not gonna do it to you folks it's been real and it unfortunate because I low-key kind of forgot the outro kind of oh all right what can I say folks happy new year again if you got some new year's resolution good for you me personally I don't deal with that shit I'm too gangster but I hope this whole year it's a prosperous one a healthy one a wealthy one and I hope you have all that's coming to you, whether good or bad. Because he got a list. He's checking it twice. He's going to know if you've been naughty and nice. So if you've been naughty, I hope all that comes to you in the darkest form possible. <laughs> it's your boy, Charlie Papers. As always, folks, always remain humble. Stay blessed. Do not throw away your shot. And no way remember, keep rocking your beautiful smile. It's your boy Charlie Papers Rediscover Podcast. Happy New Year's, folks. 
if you stuck it out this long, kudos to you. I don't know how you did it, especially through that whatever it was of rambling. Be sure to check out the articles. Be sure to go check out everything. Go check on your parents. Go check on your loved ones. Ungawa. Ah, I'm still here, folks. I'm still here. And if you have me, come back and sleep on your couch. It would be great. We appreciate it.